we've been friends for so long. Right? Like, so long. It's been, like, a long, like, what, like, fourth seen, grade? <laughs> like, I think around fourth grade. Like Maybe, a, I feel like second grade, even. Yeah, yeah, like, literally all the elementary school. Davenport second grade? I had Miss Davenport for, well, what happened was I had Miss Davenport for elementary school. And then she... For, like, kindergarten, and yeah. then she went up to second grade. So, so I was you had her, her twice, yeah? I was in her, no, but I was in her class a lot. Oh, like, okay. I was, like, in your class a lot. Just because I wanted to go in there and say hi to Miss Davenport. Because she yeah. also had my sister. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so she kind of like knew our family. So I was just kind of in there a lot. But, uh, yeah, so that's probably why I like That's probably how I met you in Davenport. But then, like, in fourth grade, we had in Bergamo. Oh, yeah. And with Colin or whatever. And so it was like me, you, and Colin would hang out a that lot. Was, that was a good, I missed Miss in, in, in Bergamo. She, she was, was a good teacher. She was a nice lady, too. She was nice. She was, uh, I saw her. I went to go do, like, a like a summer camp. I was, like, helping out with, like, the basketball kids. Yeah. And it was at the McGlynn, was it, like, the middle school area? And it was, like, in, held in that gym. So I went up in that gym, and she was walking out as I was walking in one day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Miss Bergamo, like, hi. And she was like, oh, hi, how are you? And she was telling me, like, I told her, this was, like, when I was trying to get into UMass Lowell. And she was like, I know people there. If you need any help, just email me, and I'll get you in. Nice. And I was like, huh? That's clutch. That's <laughs> but clutch. it was clutch. You know, she's just, like... It's just a nice thing to see somebody after like literally ten years and have yeah. them offer you like help. It's just cool. It's cool. I always wanted to go back, but I shouldn't have the time. Yeah. Like I want to see like my first grade teacher. Oh yeah. Miss, I think Miss Renault. Yeah, Miss Renault. Miss Renault. Uh, second grade, I think it was Miss Flynn. Third grade, Miss Brerley, I think. Miss Brerley. She was a good teacher. Yeah, I liked was, her a lot. I like Miss Brerley too. Yeah, I've always wanted cool. to see Miss Sivo, but I think she moved to like Vermont. Or Did something. she? Yeah. A lot of the teachers like got mixed around. Like I heard, like sixth grade, our sixth grade teachers. Who do you have for sixth grade? Mr. Kremen. Mr. Kremen. So we we're on the same side. Yeah, we we're on the same side. Did you have Kremen for homeroom too? Were we I the had same um, Mr. Villard for homeroom. Oh yeah, you had Villard. I like Villard. Yeah. Were you with Colin? I was with Colin. Yeah. Colin yeah. and Quincy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a clown yeah, I remember show. one time. Oh my god. Quincy threw like a pen across the room. This is like the only memory I have from like that class. Yeah, yeah. Quincy, he, it was like a mechanical pencil, right? He threw it across the classroom and hit Megan Gilbert in the <laughs> Oh, poor and Megan. And Megan told, like, she was like, oh, Mr. Blood, can I go to the nurse? He's like, oh, is everything all right? Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, she, like, I felt so bad because I don't think she was trying to get, like, Quincy in trouble, but I don't think she could come up with, like, a... An excuse. A, a slick excuse. Yeah, what are you going to say? Like, like what are you going to say? Yeah. She's <laughs> like, oh, Quincy threw a pencil across the class. <laughs> and you know, he got pissed. <laughs> Quincy. Quincy. Oh my god, he's like, go to the office. Like, <laughs> Megan's a sweetheart too. She wasn't. Yeah, she, she's she, very nice. And it was cool because like I remember like we do I do some stupid shit in like at Spanish class in like yeah. high school and like she'd never rat me out. I was like, oh, like Megan's Megan's just cool, you know. Yeah. She's always been cool. But uh, yeah, Quincy. I in seventh grade I had Nick Cornet in my homeroom. Oh yeah, I do. Wow, dude. And I this is like and... the funniest thing ever. So you remember? Do you know Miss Haas? Yeah. Math teacher, like, her jaw, she had, like, she got, like, injured when she was, like, skiing once, so mm-hmm. her jaw was always, like, all over the place. Yeah. So she came in the room, it was, like, towards the end of the year, and she came into the room, because we were in Mr. McCarthy's homeroom, yeah. and uh, so she would open the door, and she looked in, and she was like, all right, everybody, like, MCASH is coming around, like, here's some practice packets, and here's <laughs> a bunch of graphing sheets, whatever. So yeah. she was giving out, like, graphs to everybody, and she put it on Nick Cornet's table, and Nick grabbed it and put it on my table, because he didn't want it. And she was like, Nick, um, you need to take this. And she was like, and he was like, well, I don't need this. And she was like, 
because you got a graph on something. He goes, you can graph on these nuts. And I was no like, way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was me, Mike Palmer, Kyle Pacheco are just sitting there like, oh Did she understand the reference? She had no idea what was going on. She thought he was wow. like speaking like Creole, I think. And she thought he was speaking like Haitian Creole. And oh, she, my God. She was like, what, what? And then Mr. McCarthy was like, <laughs> he's sitting there just like Nick uh, go to the office but he's definitely laughing that was funny that was too that, funny hilarious. literally the graph D's nuts like what kind of you need some balls to say that to a teacher you know like, that's, Dude, that's so funny insane. it's funnier even the teacher didn't understand oh she had no idea she had no that, idea she was hilarious. just like she was just like what she was so like if you know you know it's, yeah if you know you know if you know thing. D's then you understand but um yeah so you are now at you said Wentworth Wentworth yeah yeah so you're at Wentworth and you're studying computer info systems info systems yeah so what is like what are you going to do like with that like what do you want um, to do like it management okay um i mean i've always been good at computers yeah i remember um, you fixed like the Lenovo, like when we had like Len- lenovo's whatever yeah. and i i had a problem i need to go to you for some reason exactly so it's it. like it's something i was born with i think yeah, yeah, yeah i've always been interested in but not like on the like the software side it's more like the like the hardware side i'm more interested yeah. in okay so like you know building pcs taking them apart cleaning them mm-hmm. um like servers too you know that's like really like you massive. see them in servers when they're about to, and movies when you're about yeah, to hack something. Yeah, Something yeah. like that. Like, I'd manage those, like, fix the wires and... So, like, like, yeah, like, so like, yeah, you were saying, like, the hardware of it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I never really understood, like, that stuff. I mean, it's like, you know what's really cool? Like, on TikTok, I see kids, like, doing, like, recording themselves while they're cleaning computers. Yeah, yeah, I see And I look at them, I'm, just, I'm just like, oh, like, it's just so satisfying. It, it is, and when you're cleaning it, you open it up, and you see, like, all this dust. Yeah, and then they clean it, make it run nice, and the fans are going, and, like, yeah, you definitely. get to fix the fans, and I'm just like, I like, I, I understand that side of it a lot, like, I do. I don't, yeah. the software, like, It's, cause it's like coding. a puzzle, you know? It you, is, yeah. You know, take them out and put it all back in again. Yeah, and plus, That's it's a really it good skill to definitely. have, like, for yeah. life. Like, you can um, always, like, you can build yourself a computer. You exactly. Know what I mean? Like, could you, could you do that right now? I did. I did it once. Wow. Wow. That's like, I, you know what's funny though? It's pretty fun. It like shocks people if you tell somebody that has no idea, like myself. Yeah. But I guarantee you that like you and like Jake Ritchie, like kids that know like computers, you guys mm-hmm. are just like, it's not that bad. Like, yeah, it's really, honestly, just, like if you like spend like, pieces. even if you know nothing about it, and mm-hmm. just find a YouTube, like a YouTube video and just follow exactly what he does, yeah. all you need is like a screwdriver. And you can just start putting just stuff, screwing like, in and out. screw here, 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 boom, you're done. Yeah. Power it, button. That's really like I. I mean, I have like my laptop. It's just like a laptop because yeah. I don't got like the. I not not ingenuity because again, you can just look up a YouTube video. Yeah. But I guess I just don't have like the passion for it. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, see definitely. the diff. I mean, obviously, there's a massive difference between like having like your own PC that you build and like you get the specific parts and things you need than like this. But for me, this is all I need. I don't really understand like exactly. how much deeper it really goes. I'm starting to understand a little more yeah. now that I make these videos, and I'm like, oh, this could be faster, and like, oh, this could not be a thousand degrees every time yeah. I'm trying to edit a video. Yeah, definitely, you and know? like, I'm more of a PC guy, but I actually, so when I built a PC, it was a while ago, I'm talking like beginning of high school, mm-hmm. um, but I use a laptop now, Yeah. Uh, and really it's like, you know, if you want a crazy, super fast PC, you want, you're going to want to use it for the that exact purpose exactly. so if you're going to be you know gaming or doing coding or like you know even editing actually yeah you're going yeah. to want to have that high spec pc it can just it just makes things smooth exactly you know, and if, you know if you're only using it's just like go on google facebook whatever yeah you don't need to spend that much yeah it's the same thing with like uh the console upgrades like when some people like i know some people ask me they're like 
because I got the new Xbox. Oh, nice. So it's, you know, it's, it's actually just, bigger in person. Yeah, as you know, it's funny. Other people said it's small in person. Really? That's so funny. It's funny you say that. And I think it's, I think it's just like, it's exactly what I expected. So I don't really, yeah. I, I don't really, it's funny hearing people say that. But I was saying, like, if someone asked me, they're like, hey, is it worth the investment? For me, yeah, because I yeah. play video games like every day. I love video games. Like, Definitely. not too much, but, you know, I play enough to where, like, it's worth it to, for it to be basically just faster. That's yeah. all it is, it's faster. Better connection, download, upload mm-hmm. speed, everything's just quicker. The whole thing is that's quicker. If you just play games like yourself, if you like do solo games, campaign, yeah, you just play like you can know, just, Assassin's Creed or yeah, something. Yeah, you can just keep the other one. Like don't like, like don't waste the seven hundred dollars. But for me, it's worth it. So it's the same thing principle I think for computers exactly. and laptops and all that. Like it's worth it based on your situation. Yeah. But uh, you also said earlier you were uh, you said like you were kind of like naturally kind of born just wanting to understand computers you just yeah. got like a good inclination for it yeah do you think that's how like everything is like everybody has like a natural predisposition to something or well, i feel like you were like opposite. i feel like you discover it in like the earlier stages of your life yeah okay like you know you're you know you're interacting with so many things and then for me like when i realized it i think it was like first grade yeah. like other people wanted to go and play like board games or something and, uh-huh. like during recess or something um or free time but for me, I wanted to go on the computer. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. play games. Even if it's just playing games, I just like clicking and doing all the keyboard shortcuts that like, people, yeah. like, even the teacher didn't know. Yeah. She's like, oh, how do you do that? I'm just like, turning the screen sideways. And like, you know, you can do like the control, like left and Yeah, I think that happened in like sixth grade once the screen was like sideways. And they wanted to get like the school tech to come fix it. And I'm just like, you just like that. You're just, I don't know. And, just, and it's just like, I'm like, all right, word, I'll just do this. It's really cool. I think that's like, I don't know, I like that stuff, like seeing things early on in people's yeah. lives. Like my nana always used to say, she was like, oh, your un- my uncle's like, like, he does construction. Like, yeah. Or he did. And so like she was, my nana used to say like, oh, like, yeah, I couldn't get the kid off like the Lincoln Logs. I mm-hmm. could, like, he just loved like getting little bricks and just building his own yeah. little sandcastles at the beach. He just liked making things. Exactly. And it just translates to later on in life. Like, my aunt's a hairdresser. Always had, like, this fascination with just, like, hair. Just, like, likes to, like, braid her friend's hair. Like, always was like that. And now she's a hairdresser. Exactly. So, I'm just thinking, like, well, like, I'm, because I don't really know what I want to do. Kind of. What do you study? I do a bit more marketing, but that's more just to be able to market whatever I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I run a business, but, Mm -hmm. like, I don't consider that, like, knowing what you want to do. Because... You know, running a business for, like, automotives and running a business for, like, computers is completely different, yeah. you know? Like, you have to have, like, some type of expertise or passion for it. But for me, yeah, I just kind of went into marketing. And I was just like, all right, let's see where where see life where takes goes, me yeah. and whatever. I see you have a really cool necklace on. Palestine. The Palestine necklace. Yeah. Is that what that is? Is that, like, the... the like, the, the shape of it. Okay. But so. it's... If you ask other people, it's... Uh, it's Israel. It's Israel. Okay, so... So it's a bit of a sensitive topic for, for a few people. Do you want to get into that? Sure, yeah. So, um, I'm 100% Palestinian. 100%. But I was born here, though. Okay. Uh, my parents came here in uh, the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, they always planned on coming here, just, you know, just like the American dream. Yeah. Um, but what really pushed them to come over here was something called the... In Arabic, it's called the Intifada, which translates to the uprising. And that was like the first uh, uprising. That was in the mid-90s. Um, or in the, in, 
I think early nineties. I, I gotta double check the dates. Yeah. Um, what happened was so the the history of Palestine and Israel is so complex. Even I get confused sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, a brief crash course on Damn. everything. Perfect. Jews, Muslims, Christians all lived there. Yeah. Jerusalem, the Holy Land. Everyone yeah, goes. It there, is you know? the Holy Land. It is. Special um, place. Exactly. So. After. So the Ottoman Empire actually controlled the region. Mm-hmm. You know how the Ottoman Empire is actually pretty recent, you know? Yeah, yeah. Up until World War One. Yeah. So the British told the Arabs in the region, and they said, help us overthrow the Ottoman Empire. We'll give you your land. Yeah. You can control it. Do whatever you want. Yeah. So we did help them. Yeah. Overthrow the Ottomans. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, but the British stabbed us in the back. Mm-hmm. They just took control. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there was something called the Belfort Declaration. It was basically the British government promising these uh, the Jews um, their own homeland. Yes. So, you know, there are already Jews living there. Everyone's living there peacefully. <clears throat> After, like, I think it was in the 40s, a uh, Jewish extremist group um, killed a bunch of, like, British police officers. So mm-hmm. the British was like, all right, I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. Exactly, literally that. So the, I think it was about, like, it wasn't like so many deaths. It was only like I think like ten or so police mm-hmm. officers that were killed. So the British dipped. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in 1948, the extremist Jewish groups went to war with like uh, the Arabs, like the extremist Arabs. Yeah. Um, and basically, the Arabs lost. We lost a bunch of land, and you know millions of people became refugees. And that is called the Great Catastrophe. In Arabic, it's called the Nakba. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ever since then, you know, the Jewish even created their own homeland. Yeah. Um, but the state of Israel was created, technically. Yes. Um, even though there were Jews still, Jews and Muslims, they were all living there. Yeah. So the state of Israel was created. Uh, the Arab states in the region were pissed off about that. Yeah. Okay, they're like, okay, you know, this was this was in your land, but you come here and you're taking over. Mm-hmm. Right, so the you know Egypt and Jordan and Lebanon and Syria uh, went to war with Israel. Okay, and at this point, Israel was created. They had their own function and army. Um, they were buying like weapons and equipment from the U.S. So they go to war. Israel demolishes everybody. Yeah, crazy. They launched like a preemptive strike on Egypt's air force, crippled it. Um, you know, they even took parts of like Syria called the Golan Heights. Uh, they occupied that region. And then we went to war again in um, the 60s, lost again. And then ever since that day, it was just like clashes and clashes. Mm-hmm. But what you see on the news right now is sort of like the complicated part. There's Gaza, mm-hmm. which is close to the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. And then there's the West Bank, which is um, closer to like Jordan on, okay. the, on the other side. So, there was sort of, I don't want to say it was like a civil war. Yeah. But there was like, you know, disagreements. And basically, the, the Gaza Strip and the West Bank split. Mm-hmm. Both are Palestinian territories. Yeah. And then, um, the president back in the 70s signed like a, a peace accord with the Israelis. Mm-hmm. Like, Alright, there's, so they divided up the West Bank into three areas, A, B, and C. A is Palestinian control. 100%. Mm-hmm. B is Israeli and Palestinian, and C is total uh, Israeli control. Okay. 
even though it's still Palestinian land, the, con- the Israelis control that land. Which is, see, that it gets confusing. Yeah, like, that's weird. Yeah. And then, even within the West Bank, um, that territory, there's, like, settlements. So, Israeli settlements are, in our land, that's 100% controlled by the Palestinians. But they're allowed so, to... But it's, they're allowed to live there. Yeah. Not really allowed to. It's, but they're doing you know, it. It's a, it's a gray area. It's technically yeah. illegal, but, you know, if you're asking one person, it's illegal. If you're asking another person, it's illegal. Depending yeah. Depending on who you ask. Okay. So, and then Gaza is controlled by the government there. It's called Hamas. Um, and Hamas is more of like the, uh, like they, they flex like military power. You know, they, they don't believe in like peace. Mm-hmm. Um, or I don't want to say they don't believe in peace, but they, they prefer fighting over making yeah. a deal. Like, yeah. Okay, I got you. Um, so Hamas, they, you know, they launch, uh, they control the region and, Israel imposed, like, a military blockade on the region. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mind you, just, I think, about 2 million Palestinians that live in Gaza. Gaza Strip, super, super dense. And, um, you know, there's a sea blockade, air blockade, land blockade, so nothing goes in, nothing goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they control the electricity, the Israelis. So, you only get, like, four hours of electricity a day. Wow. It's an open-air prison. And here's, you know, why this plays into current politics. You know, you're you're so fed up. You know, you only have four hours of electricity a day. You have mm-hmm. no food, no, barely any water. You have a sea blockade, land blockade. You can't leave. It's a, it's really a prison. Mm-hmm. Even though it's their home, it's still a prison. And, you know, you, people ask, like, oh, why are these Palestinians, you know, revolting? You know, when you're so choked up and, you know, tied down in prison for so long. Mm-hmm. It's it's natural, in my opinion. It's natural, like it's natural just to f- want to fight back. It's for sure. You're right. Yeah. It's been the way it is throughout all of history, everywhere. Like if you're if you're a disenfranchised people, yeah, then you uprise. Just the way it is. It's just always. It's always. Been and it's not like you can leave and you can't leave. Yeah. And the West Bank, you can go in and out. Mm-hmm. They they do make it harder, though the Israeli government. Mm-hmm. Like for example, um, so me, I'm banned from Israel. Okay. I didn't do anything. Um, but it's just that I hold a Palestinian passport. So you can't go. So I can't go into any Israeli land. So technically I'm banned from Jerusalem too. So okay. I can't go there. I went there a few times before. Yeah. But once I got that passport, I'm not allowed to go back. So when I travel there, I can't land in, in Tel Aviv, which is Israel. Yeah. Which is where the international airport is. So I have to land through Jordan, cross the border to go through Palestine. I have to go to Palestine. Um, and that drive is about, I'd say about 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. But that trip sometimes takes up to eight hours. Why is that? Because you have, you know, Israeli checkpoints all throughout the road. And it's the same thing. You go there, they go through your stuff. You look at your paperwork, they hold you. They just sit there. They don't do anything. They're not there to like, they're only there just to like piss you off. Just make it difficult. Make it very difficult. So you don't want to come back. So you don't want to come back. Yeah. Um, and then I think for me, you know, so technically like my U.S. passport has no jurisdiction there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they don't treat us, me, my family, cause we all have U.S. passports. So they don't treat us as bad. Yeah. But like one time I saw them like, uh, making a kid take off his shirt, you know, even though it was just like a little kid. Yeah. And they're taking off his shirt and I, I was too young to understand at that time. Mm-hmm. But like now I understand like, oh, they're just doing that to 
yeah. humiliation reasons, pretty yeah. much. Flex, yeah. But like, for yeah. for for me, they just, they still give us like a hard time, but they don't really make me do like all the extra stuff, like frisk searching and mm-hmm. and you know taking off my shirt, clothes, and everything. But yeah, so it's a little bit of a tricky uh, subject. Yeah. Um, and- you so you do you still like visit there? Like, I do, yeah. I'm actually I might go this summer actually. Nice for uh, for a few weeks. Do you have like a lot or any family there? I do, yeah. Most of my cousins on my dad's side still live there, and my mom's side actually. Uh, my grandma's live there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, going there, I mean it's it's a nice place to go to. Yeah. Um, like the food is like fresh. Fresh food. Fresh food. Not like organic or fresh food you get like no. Trader Joe's. It's like, no, like straight from the farm to like yeah. to your to the local corner and that's shop. Different. Like, you know, that's different. different. It hits different too. Yeah, for sure. And definitely tastes way better. Yeah. And you said you can't so you can't go to uh like Jerusalem. No. So where is like because I know like again, like you as you kind of were saying like Israel, Palestine, yeah. it's like it's like the holy land. Like that is like where every like that is everything. For exactly. like these religions, it's everything. So where is like the so you're Muslim? Mm-hmm. Where is like the Muslim like main place? Is that the well, I hate the, I don't want to say it's, the um, is it the cube? So that cube is in Saudi Arabia. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's Mecca. Is that, yeah, so is that is that the main? That's the main Latin? holy land. That's like the that's first the place. first most important place. Is, what is there anything in Jerusalem? In Jerusalem, you have the uh, the Aqsa compound, um, which is the Dome of the Rock. Um, and if you've seen like the videos of like. Uh, if you've seen the videos like in the recent like news yeah, events yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You, you would see it it's like a, a little gold dome on top uh, yeah. that's the third holiest site in Islam wow um, so are you like you can't even I can't go there that's that's not exactly what do you want me to do that shouldn't be possible that should never be a thing um, it's crazy so really what happened recently is in Sheikh Jarrah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's you know Palestinian people living there. Yeah. And these people have it's only about a few families or so, but they've been there for generations. So the Israelis handed over like eviction notices, pretty much saying get the hell out. Even though it's their land. And you know, people got pissed off, they were clashing. The clashes ended up going to like they ended up happening during Ramadan. Mm-hmm. At the Aqsa compound, which is the third holiest site, where the Israeli uh, police forces stormed the mosque, threw flashbangs, tear gas, pretty much clashed with the with the protesters. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it was like I don't want to say clash, but it was like mismatch. You know, they yeah. armed to the teeth with military gear, M4, tear gas, yeah, all that stuff, and all we have is like rocks to throw it because that's all we have. Yeah, and that led, you know, you know, they were doing that in Jerusalem. Um, so imagine the holiest site for even Jews, Muslims, and Christians. Mm-hmm. You got tear gas and flashbangs going off, and then the the government in Hamas uh, in Gaza, Hamas, got pissed off. Mm-hmm. So they started launching rockets, and then the Israelis have an iron dome system. Crazy piece of technology. Shoots down ninety percent of the rockets, landing in, in Israel. Really insane technology. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty it's, cool. Re- it's really crazy technology. It's really, it's really cool. It's wild. Um, so they have this iron dome all over the country, shoots down the rockets. Wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't yeah. That's so that's why you see like, you know, not that many civilian casualties in, in Israel because they have the iron dome system. It's a cool name. 
That's actually yeah, a funny name. That's a sick. That is, that is a cool yeah. one. I mean, obviously, you know, it's... I mean, it's only for defensive purposes. Yeah, so I guess it's... So it's, you know, but really then, good. like, at the same time, you're launching just, like, multiple crazy amounts of, like, airstrikes in Gaza. And it's, like... Um, and it's so densely populated. Yeah. You know, they're... they're there's always going to be some civilian deaths, mm-hmm. you know, without a doubt. But at the same time, it's like, you can do better. Why do you have to kill, like, you know, there's 200 civilians total dead in Gaza. Most of them were more women and children, mm-hmm. right? But they said they achieved their goal of killing, like, the governmental operatives. Mm-hmm. But you're still launching airstrikes and killing a bunch of kids and civilians. Yeah. And then at the same time... What the Israeli military says, oh, there was a, a military base there. Uh-huh. But they destroyed a building that was the building for the Associated Press in Al Jazeera. But then the Associated Press president went on air and said there was no one in the building except for us. So there was no military base in a basement or something. Okay. So, you know, it's... It's just like... It's, it's like, it doesn't make sense. You know, they, yeah. say, they say that, but there was no one there. But you just leveled the whole entire building for what reason? Yeah. That housed all the media outlets in the region. It's like just to basically what are you doing? Like disconnect people, I guess, in a way. Yeah. So if you're so obviously you see it all through like a Palestinian's point of view, mm-hmm. and like I feel like it's funny because that's the way I see it. Because yeah. you 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 you've been throughout the years. This isn't something that like. Since it's in the news now, like yeah. you care about all that, like you have been on the ball with this type of stuff, basically since I've known you, which exactly. is like I remember throughout high school, like every once in a while, like we'd have a conversation similar to this where you just basically give me a rundown of what's going on, yeah, because um I'm stupid, so I need to. Yeah, everything happens like because I remember once like I was talking about with Mister Tower, mm-hmm. there's like a you know tensions were rising, you know the Israelis were amassing troops along the border, preparing for a ground invasion. Yeah. And then, that, I think that was the last time I talked about it in, like, high school. Because, mm-hmm. you know, something bad was about to happen. But then, there was, like, a ceasefire or a peace treaty or something happened. And then, you know, so, there's flare-ups every few years. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes more crazier than the others. Like, 2008 and 20... 2008 was a really big one. And then, 2014, I think, was another big war. Mm-hmm. It was, like, 2,000 deaths in each war. That's just like in because it yeah. feels like since this has been going on for what seventy years now, eighty longer, now. seventy plus years, seventy much. plus years, something like that. So that's a it's a long time of just like people dying, yeah. and it's just and it's, you know they, it keeps going back and forth, yeah, all it, the time, and it's just like it's it feels like at some point like people got like obviously it's never gonna not never it's just not like as realistic it's easy to say it's not so yeah. easy to make happen but like it feels like peace like almost isn't the goal you know what I'm I saying mean, I mean like both sides just wanna like if it was like if both if you could like get both sides and like just tell them like and be like hey listen can we just like really just everything yeah. down would it be better if we had everything and everyone would probably agree like yeah let's just I mean we there, you know but, there you were know. peace treaties and ceasefires that lasted for a few years mm-hmm. um, well not a few years a few months actually um, like wars happen within like a few years usually uh, but like ceasefires happen and you know they last for like six months or so and then all of a sudden someone on one side kills the other guy from the other side and then it's just like right it back. goes over and over again yeah. and like 
you know, on the Israeli side, you know, they're 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 born and raised with the the thought that um, Palestinians are animals. Mm-hmm. So you're you know you don't want to blame the kids, but you're blaming like the older generation you yeah. know, for raising the kids with this mindset. Because now there's people that are like oh like there's like grandparents that were born and raised in like Palestine in Palestine that as... are technically older than the state of Israel. That's crazy. Yeah. So no one's denying that the Jews don't live there. Yeah. They did live there. Everyone's lived there. It's just that the state of Israel is illegal. Mm-hmm. Technically. I don't want to say like um, sensitive topics. You don't want to say. I don't want to say the wrong things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. the uh, the state of Israel is, you know, it's technically not like a, wasn't legally made mm-hmm. on their land. Yeah, if I had, I wish I had another person that, like, was... Just have, like, an Israeli over I wish I had an Israeli That'd be here. actually really cool. It would be just, I think it would just be nice to hear, because, like, you know, it's, it's yeah. cause you, cause you're as realistic as it gets. I feel yeah. like when I talk to somebody, like, that's what I was kind of saying, like, I was telling my mom earlier, I was like, hey, like, look at this kid now. He's just like, because you'll say what what's going on, yeah, and you'll accept, like, you've always been one to, like, accept, like, any flaws. Like, it's not like... We can't. We're not just gonna sit here and say Palestinians are like perfect. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's I been mean, mistakes made on everyone on, on both sides, part. definitely. And it's just like, and you're very aware of that. And I like that's love that about you, kid. You're, you're the best for that. But like you know, so it'd be nice to have like another person like that, not someone that's just gonna come. I've actually you. met a few. So um, I go to. I did this uh, back in high school. I did a uh, like a youth group with like the mosque in Boston. Yeah. And I did a collaboration actually with the with Temple Israel. Mm, nice. So you know, I went over to their temple. They came over to the mosque, and we actually did that's talk in, about that's incredible Palestine and Israel. And you know, it's not like, um, and I think it's because you know, we were all born and raised here. Yeah. So we see both sides. Yeah. But you know, in in Israel, they're raised because it's all like uh, there's a military draft there, so you're gonna end up going in the military whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. But you're born and raised with the the mindset that these Palestinians are animals, and in Gaza. Um, the mindset is sort of similar, mm-hmm. but it's not like you were born and raised. It's what you're what you're given, because mm, you're yeah. born and raised with airstrikes and you know constant threat of invasion, tear gas, and all this stuff. You, it's like natural. You're gonna get you're gonna raise, and then you know you grow up, and it's natural to have like a natural hate yeah, towards disdain for sure towards the Israeli Israelis. Anyone that doesn't is like a special exactly. human, you know what I mean? Like just predisposed to peace. Like Cause you know, yeah. there's this article once that in 20, 2008, some dude, his name is Hamza, his London, mm-hmm. 2014, uh, there's another airstrike killed his siblings. And then recently another airstrike killed his dad. Wow. So that kid jumped off the, jumped off, uh, killed himself. And you can't, you can't blame him. Yeah, no. You know, you lose saying. everything. You can't escape it. You can't. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. And you lost everything, so what are you going to do? Yeah, it's like you, you can't know? even, like, you can't even, like, fathom. Like, anyone, because anyone that, like, would try to, like, justify that type of situation, like, you have no idea what's what's going on. Like, exactly. you can't, there is no, like, comparable situation to that unless you're in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it feels like, obviously, like, if we could all, like, talk to this man, like, we want them to live. But, yeah. like, how are you going to, like, realistically be like, all right, listen, you're in like a dead spot like there's nothing yeah and you've seen everything that you love be lost so like really like 
You know, like you understand like, it from the inside. If you were that no, person, no, definitely. Because like usually you can say like, oh, it gets better. Where is it gonna get better? But exactly, you know, you, you can't you can't leave Gaza. It's like impossible to leave. So how's it gonna get better for? So that situation. So you said you had like you brought like people like Israel, like Jewish Israel, yeah. like to the mosque, and you went to like the temple, mm-hmm. like, and you talked about this type of stuff. Like how was like how like civil was it? Was it pretty like, civil? Yeah. That's I mean, amazing. we were eating that Domino's is, at the same time, so... That is, like... It was, it was actually pretty civil. Do you have anything of it, like, documented of some sort, like, or anything? Like, do you have, like, 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 did you have to, like, write, did you, like, write anything about it or um, anything? I mean, I can pull up emails. Email? Like, I feel like that's just a beautiful thing to hear. Like, yeah. I feel like that needs to be, like, heard. Not so, like, not so much that, like, it's, like, this crazy, like, obviously, yeah. like, that's more here, especially. It's more common, like, yeah. it, like if that happened, if something like that was happening in, like, Palestine and Israel, like... What are we doing? Like that'd be crazy. That would need yeah, to be hurt. That'd be sure. that'd be definitely crazy. That'd be crazy. Because I mean, like, like here, it's still nice. It's still like for someone that's like me, where I'm just like I just have this thing that's just like almost like they're opposites. Almost mm-hmm. like you guys are like always clashing. It's just yeah. nice to hear like good dialogue between like two different sides. And it was like, actually super civil. Like we talked about like the differences, um, like potential solutions. I mean, obviously we're just a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. But like. Uh, but it was good to hear that, like... But your perspective is so much more, like, open yeah. than, like, someone on either side in, like, in Palestine. So it's just, like... And that's that's part of the reason, like, being born here gives me that perspective. Yeah. If I was born in, you know, Gaza, you know, my parents mm-hmm. or siblings get hit by an airstrike, I'm not going to have that perspective. And it's a valid one, too. For yeah. that to be their perspective is valid. And then if you're born in, like, one of, like, the Israel, like, territories... Yeah. And you're just like literally, as you said, like raised, like to think, like oh, like they just they just attack like Palestinians. We did we need to keep them, or else like they're just like un like they're whatever, whatever they say, yeah, whatever like the propaganda is that's been also imprinted onto them, you know, like through years of war too. Like you know, it doesn't matter who like how, if you can see the other side, it doesn't matter if you're at war with somebody, like it's gonna get ugly, you know. Like they've, yeah. they've been battling back and forth, so you're just gonna think. That they're not good because it's the other side. Yeah. You know, it's just like if like you got in a, if you're with your family and another family or like if you're with your cousins or whoever, your friends even, and you go by like another group of friends and you guys get in a fight over whatever, obviously you're gonna take your friend's side. <laughs> like you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. It's not even quite whether they did something wrong or not. It doesn't matter. It's your friends, your family. It's your side. So the other, and then you know you just instinctively think that's the other side. Mm-hmm. That's the bad people because I can't be the bad person. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just really like perspective means everything. And I feel like obviously the one where you can see both is the best in any scenario. Yep. So you guys, even though you're teenagers, you know, level headed, like you're from here, you're not in it. So it's a little easier to say, yeah. but you know what to say, you know, it exactly. might be easier, but it doesn't mean it's not wrong. It's not right. You know, mm-hmm. and definitely you know? in like, you know, the, the, the Palestinian Israeli conflict is so like sensitive that mm-hmm. it, you know, it almost sparked World War Three like two times already. Once in the in the seventies, because um, the Soviets gave like Egyptians nuclear weapons to deploy against Israel, okay. and that's when America got involved. So it's already escalating wars. And then recently, um, Turkey, right, um, and Pakistan, they threatened to deploy their armies and drones to the region. Mm-hmm. And Turkey's a good ally of Russia, and the Russians were like, word, I'll join too. Mm-hmm. And Russia actually threatened Israel with, you know, if you don't calm down, watch watch what happens. Yeah. So they s- indirectly threatened war. 
and uh, you know you had a few million Arabs from the region, like in Jordan and Iraq, that promised to basically take up arms, march to Palestine, and fight. So, you know, you have three. Oh, in Iran too. Um, so you know, you have Russians, Iranians, Pakistanis, Iraqis, Jordanians, Turks. Yeah. They all, you know, all right, we're you know we're all gonna team up and go to war. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want a World War Three because that happens. The U.S. has to side with Israel. Which is. Which would pretty much spark World War Three. So you had, because um, uh, last week or two weeks ago, Biden was talking to the, the Prime Minister. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, you guys have a right to defend yourself. But recently, he kept picking up the phone and calling him, saying, "All right, you both sides need to chill." Yeah. Because you don't want to go to World War Three. Mm-hmm. So you know, if if what the Israelis and you know, Hamas were doing at the same time kept going and going and going. Mm-hmm. There was going to be a World War Three, so well, I was going to say, crazy. where does the U.S. like fall in all of it? Under like, Israel, yeah, I mean, billions in U.S. aid, military aid, mm-hmm. um, back them and everything. So if you look at like the past four presidents, they all side with Israel. Every president has sided with Israelis. So where does like how does that make you like? I'm not gonna say how does that make you feel because like you know they're like on it. I think it's just politics. Yeah, because you know they're an ally. Mm-hmm. The U.S. ally is the Israelis. Um, you know, we have military bases there, uh, naval bases, air force bases. I think, um, and it's you know it's all politics. And that's how you you know win the party. And under Biden, so under Trump, actually, he said that Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, um, which technically is I wrong. I remember when that happened. I remember that. That was in twenty sixteen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which even the UN says the land belongs to everybody, mm-hmm. so it's like, like doesn't make sense. Yeah, he was just wrong. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Biden promised like millions of dollars, hundreds of millions in military aid. Um, and Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, Kam Kamala. Either way, I don't, I don't, I don't, know don't like her. I don't like her either. I don't like her. Why does she bug me? I like I don't mind. Joe, I like Joe. I feel like he'd be good to like get a drink with or something. Like, I think he'd, he'd be a good guy to like eat some food with. I don't know. He seems more normal. But Kamala does definitely bug like me. She bugs me for sure. A little bug. But she was like, uh, really insane. She like publicly like standed with Israel and that pissed off a bunch of Arabs. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So like, is any is there any like? I'm just trying to think because it feels like if the U.S. is on like their side, it kind of just makes it so unbalanced. And plus, it's so easy for the U.S. So like for the nearby countries, like as you said, like what was it like Russia, Iran, like these other countries that are nearby. When it's close, it feels like kind of gravitate to the Palestinian side. Yeah. But across the across the way, like all the way over here. Mm-hmm. It's like where it's easy for us because we can just send support. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can just send it. Feels like we just kind of pick Israel just because they have the control almost. Yeah. You know, so it's a little more like powerful. And then Britain really just like we, they just screwed everything. Sure, huh? British screwed up the Middle East itself. They just came over, just dropped them on this land that they already have promised. Because mm-hmm. that's the part that doesn't get said. The the fact that they promised the land to the Palestinians for helping with uh, get rid of the Ottoman Empire. Because I didn't even know that. 
till you said that. Yeah. So that's like, so it's like, because what they say is they just, is that the British saw, like, they had this land that was, like, technically Palestinians, but they just put the Jews there. And I was, like, thinking, like, so how did they get there in the first place? Like, Palestinians, like, how do they, like, claim that as their land if it's not actually theirs? So I'm thinking maybe, like, the British just, they just sound like they kind of lied. Honestly, it was just a bunch of people, like, lived there. Um, mm-hmm. Even, like, the Ottoman Empire, technically, like, like, there was this thing called, like, the, the British Mandate of Palestine. Okay. Um, and you look at like passports for people that were born in the region, their passport yeah. says Palestine. Um, but pretty much everything happened, like there's a huge surge of Jewish immigrants after World War Two, mm-hmm. And that sort of like led to the tension rising up between the two sides. Yeah. Which pretty much led to the wars. Wars, yeah. yeah. So, and, so what do you feel like, so as we are right now, does it feel like we're kind of like we're just we're still in that just cycle cycle definitely cycle just still in the cycle nothing's really changed like yeah. it's just another step and in the I cycle. think it's gonna it's gonna be like that for I feel like another hundred years maybe because you gotta think it's a, you know it, these like things like that like empires not that it's like an empire I'm just saying like like um when it comes to like territory wars or whatever like they they take like in the history books like. It says, like, it'll be like, oh, between 1400 and, like, 1600, these two. And, like, we don't really think about it. That's yeah. 200 years. Like, you know, 100-year war or something. 100-year war. Exactly. exactly. It's exactly. It's a great point. It's a great, like, analogy. It says, like, we don't really think about that when we're looking at it in the history mm-hmm. books. That's literally, like, 100-something. And it's, 100 been, it's years. been, like, 72 years. Yeah, so we're, like, we're, you know, we're deep in it. And, like, it could go for another 100, go for another, like, 50, whatever. Just, yeah. Um. So it's just, like, fun. It's not funny. It's interesting how, like... Where, like, you're literally in the middle of history, and it's, like, we're kind of forgetting that, like, this mm-hmm. is going to be, like, a historical moment. And at some yeah. point, a side's, like, taking control, or they're both. Like, something else will happen that, yeah, like, it keeps crazy. going back and forth. And... Yeah. Or the aliens come. I, mean, I, think they're, I think aliens are close. Yeah, they're, no, they're here. Have, they're you here. Seen, have you seen, like, those videos of, like... Like, the Navy released, like, UFO footage. Yeah, what do we... Like, how did we keep that and secret for so long? <laughs> they exist, that's for sure. Yeah. I think they do. I think so too. And but here's another thing. So a lot of the thing with aliens is like like are they here in like peace? Are they here for peace? Are they here to like observe? Like, you know, like why are they here and how long have they been here? How long have they been coming around? You know? I think they're here to observe. Observe. Kinda of like an ant farm. That's how I think. But I feel like Knowing, like, U.S. politics and, like, our military force, I feel like if we do see an alien, mm-hmm. I think we just launch, like, a missile at it and then go from there. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the way we've been doing I things. Think, the I whole, think that's what the, the whole history of the world. But you think we're not past that in some way? Like, what if we, because, you know. Maybe under, maybe these under crafts, Biden. First of all, the crafts look like this. Yeah. So, say, like, they're just, and they move, like. Exactly. Like gravity propulsion, so it's like there's no exhaust. But would our weapons work against aliens? Probably not. Wouldn't you be able to hit it? If it can move like that on a dime, Mm -hmm. like it can literally change directions on dimes like that, no way we're hitting that thing. (laughs) That's like it's all dead. So we're either all dead. If they want us to be dead, they're all we're all dead. It's another. If there's aliens, Mm -hmm. and we weren't able to track them coming here, yeah, we don't know anything about them really, like how their ships work. We don't know how gravity propulsion works. If they have gravity propulsion. If this is like true, these like videos we're seeing are all real mm-hmm. aliens. 
and they're just like it can literally just move like that, like a fly almost. Yeah. It's crazy. They can do that with these massive ships. We're screwed. Like there's not. And if they want, if they want us dead, we're dead. Because if they can do that, they can do a lot more. And I mean, really, we don't know what what weapons they have. No, we have no idea. We don't know if they have like ray guns or they could have ray automatic guns. Yeah. grenade launchers that should blow up like blocks and blocks Seriously. of the neighborhood. Yeah, it's just like they could literally just wipe us out. Like they could have like star blasters for all we know. Exactly. We have no they idea. really, they really could, and we just don't know. Until yeah, we have no idea. And they or they could have nothing. You know what I'm saying? You know what would technically it would be very disappointing. So say we went to like another planet, like say like Musk took us to Mars, right? Yeah. We get on Mars, me, you, and Musk. <laughs> like we hop out in our little like astronaut outfits, mm-hmm. whatever. Is a Tesla Roadster or something? Yeah, we yeah. plant a flag of Palestine. <laughs> that's what that's the first thing. First thing we do. This is all us. It's like this is all the boys right there. Um, we got Mars. Start another war. Just take Mars. Start another war in Mars. Yeah. Whatever. Casual Mars war. So, um, but you know, all jokes aside, but yeah, we get off the ship, whatever, and uh, then like creatures emerge, like aliens, start emerging from the ground. Yeah. And we're like, there actually is life here. We just couldn't Mm -hmm. see it because they were waiting for us. Whatever. They start emerging, and then what if they're just like rhinos? Like, what if they're like? You're right, because we don't know what they look like. They could literally just be rhinos with no brain, no nothing. It could just be like an animal. Like, wouldn't that be disappointing? We have seen UFOs. Yeah. Like on like their their navigation systems, like mm-hmm. the the fighter jets. Yeah. But we don't know what they actually look like. Yeah. So you said you know the UFO looks like this and it does look like that. That's what it looked like. Yeah. But we don't know what they look like. We have no idea what they look like. exactly. So exactly. they could look weird. They have we could they could have look such like a, us. We could have such a crazy language barrier yep. that it becomes almost impossible to like figure out. Like because mm-hmm. if you sat someone down, a man someone that speaks Mandarin only Mandarin, and then me. Yeah. I would never like it would take us a long time to communicate. We need to put be put in a room where like we have objects and I can just point and be like laptop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even so that's confusing cuz what if I'm saying screen or what if I'm saying internet? You know, they have no idea. So like I feel like the language barrier they could not speak. Yeah. They could just have telepathy for all we know. They that's just... honestly that's happened to me like a few times. Um so I work I work at Xfinity, right? Mhm. An assembly room. And I've had customers that speak like zero English. They walk in, and you know I've had a customer that speak uh, that speaks Mandarin, and we don't have a guy that speaks Mandarin. Um, well, actually, think what we do, but he was off that day, mm-hmm. so he comes. They come in, and I'm like, "Hi, how may I help you?" <laughs> and they're just like looking at me like blank face, and they start speaking Mandarin to me, and I'm just I couldn't understand. Yeah. And I tried pulling up Google Translate, but it wasn't working that well. So yeah. I grabbed like uh, the router. Because that's what usually people come in for, to pick it up. Uh-huh. So I start pointing at this. Yeah, you're like, Rotor. Yeah. And you're like, I'm like, nice. <laughs> that's kind of funny. It's so funny. But, like, how impossible is that? You know what I mean? Like, how yeah. weird is that to do? You know, but, like, even, because they could communicate so different. Like, you ever, you know how, like, mushrooms communicate with each other? You know, do you have your, like, looking, I think I've, like, read something about it, but I never, like. They, like have like these connections so you can grow like mushrooms grow like mm-hmm. in acres the lar- the largest organism alive is a mushroom oh really it's a massive like acres of mushrooms like okay. and it's all but they're all connected like through, I don't even know if it's through the soil or like just through like the genetic like whatever like yeah. coding they're all yeah. kind of built like to do the same thing it's kind of like how we have hands and just because they're connected doesn't mean like you know the hands can grow the hands can grow you yeah. know but like let's just say like our hand was over there and 
it still grew the same as like with proportion to our body. It's kind of how mushrooms, I, I guess, work. Something like that. That's crazy. Connected to the soil, and they're like, they're able to like do these things like through like their mm-hmm. connection, and like it's acres massive. What if that's how like these aliens that may or may not exist, like be speaking? They could. What if they just like know what each other wants? Or there's like one single like alien organism, right? And yeah. Like, like a heart. Drones. Connected to like the mind, it's just like, yeah, this drone killed that dude, this drone killed, destroyed that building or something. I don't know, that'd be, It'd be crazy. I, I want to see, like, because I wish, wish you know, it'd be really cool if, like, I'm in like a perfect world, say they're here in peace, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of how many things would come, become irrelevant because say they drop here in peace and then they meet us, we pull out guns on them, we're like, What are you? What are you? And they're like, Relax, you shoot them, they flat the bullet, they're like, Listen, that's not gonna do nothing. We're here like, for your wall. We're just here because we like your music. And then they're, yeah. they're like, what do you mean? They're like, Hannah Montana slaps. And we're like, really? And they're like, we want to party, as you guys say. That we're new, like, new yeah. Uzi drop? <laughs> that that new the... Uzi drop, anybody? And so they're just... Did you hear that, that Playboy leak or something? Like, like imagine, like, they came because, like, we did music better cause, than anybody else. Yeah. And so they're, like, coming, and we throw this crazy alien-human mix party. Dude, that'd be crazy. And they they show us they're like all right yeah listen like, we'll just show you all of our advances whatever you can mm-hmm. just do them like this is how you do gravity propulsion this is how you um, transfer electricity through the air like this is how you do all these things we'll teach yeah. you everything like that makes so many things obsolete like imagine just like the second like EV cars like electric electronic ones like yeah. they're like people are like oh that's like the way everything's gonna be like soon like whatever yeah we learn gravity propulsion. Then now that that in, instantly gets skipped. It's like see Definitely. you later. Never, we never gonna need anything else because yeah, we can yeah, just yeah. basically fall forward our whole life. We're gonna do that. So it's just like how many things come be like the stock market. Does it crash? Does it boom? Like what happens with all that? But um, you've been into the stock market recently, haven't you? A little bit. I have a little bit ever since I turned uh, eighteen. Been pretty bad the past few weeks. <laughs> I swear I wake up like. I look at my, my portfolio, and if I see red, I just close my phone and don't open it. I'm just like, you kidding me? Refuse to look at it. I, just I, used, to, I used to day trade um, options. I'm not sure if you're familiar with options. Yeah, you can like put like an order. And, like, yeah, so it's like you're buying 100 shares of a stock at, at a certain price. price. And then basically it's like investment betting. You're going to bet if it goes up or if it goes down. Mm-hmm. If it goes up, you make a shit ton of money. If it goes down, you lose a shit ton of money. Yeah. And it can go down insanely fast but it can also go up insanely fast too yeah so it's it's sort of like um it's gambling it's an educated it's gambling. an edu- educated gambling you can look at like earnings reports and stuff like that and mm-hmm. you know looking at graphs and technical analysis and all that yeah to determine what the price is but at the end of the day it's still technically yeah. gambling yeah and i was i had uh i don't know if you saw you didn't see the episode because i don't know why you'd ever watch it but like <laughs> Um, Jake Whistler, like he's, uh, he does like finance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was talking, we were talking about this and it's funny cause like the way you, like the way you were just saying, like you don't day trade anymore. No, still... I just haven't had the time really. Yeah. So he was saying like, it's funny cause when he was on, he was like, he was like, yeah, I barely even like invest in like individual stock. He's like, you should put your money into a mutual fund. Like, you know, the safe, very safe, like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's sort of what I did. Uh, when I first started, you know, mm-hmm. like when COVID hit. You know, the market crashed, and I just had, like, all this money sitting in my bank account. Yeah. And I see, like, all these stocks are just, like, down. 
Yeah. And then, you know, I'm scrolling on, like, Reddit and Twitter, and everybody's like, dump your whole bank into into these stocks. Yeah, that's the genius. So, I, that's pretty much what I did. Took my bank account, sh- dumped it all into the stock market. Yeah. Um, you know, Tesla, um, like the S&P 500, mm-hmm. um, uh, Boeing, tanked. real estate, you yeah. know, funds. And I, that's, how, that's what I did, pretty much. Yeah. And then I, you know, I did that for a few, for a few months and then I discovered options. Um, had no idea what I was doing first. Mm-hmm. Lost a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a, wasn't a good month. Thank, hey, thank God you made a good amount. You must, cause I don't know what you made, but yeah. So I, I must've made a good amount in that first few months. Cause yeah. you got it when it was, everything was down. Yeah. And that's, that's the best thing that I've done. Um, and I, you know, I buy like individual stocks every now and then. Mm-hmm. Like more recently I got, um. CCIV, it's like a. I have CCIV. You have CCIV? Nice. CCIV, you know. I, I bought it at like 20. Yeah. Hit 60. Bought back in at 20 again. Mm-hmm. So buy low, sell high. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm getting into crypto a lot more actually. Me too. Me too. I think I see yeah. it. I, I get it now. Because I felt, you know, it takes like a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you like have like been like, I don't know if you even understand it yet, but like it took me a while to like really like see it. But now I get it, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's the future. Like, um, it doesn't even, like, it doesn't, it's not even a question. Like, that's a guarantee. Like, that yeah. stuff, NFTs, like, that stuff is, like. NFTs, I haven't, about. NFTs, like, I sort of understand. I never got really into them. Mm-hmm. I got into um this one blockchain technology. It's called VeChain. What is that? VeChain, it's, like, it's used for, like, supply management. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, BMW uses it, uh, Ikea, Louis Vuitton, H&M. Okay. Um, I think Amazon cloud services is using it or something and i got it when it was super 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 low yeah and you know it hit like 20 cents and i'm still holding it uh-huh. you know it hit 25 cents made a shit ton of money but i never sold it uh-huh. it dipped to like seven cents the other week and i just dumped the rest of my bank account into that yeah and i, I think personally it's gonna hit a dollar without a doubt mm. um but you know that's a good technology that I believe in that a lot of people are going to start yeah. using. Yeah, it seems like people are already kind of exactly. starting so, to use, which is good. It's a, it's a great technology. Um, I have a few Bitcoin, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Never got Wait, into you have a few coin. like in Bitcoin, like full Bitcoin. No, no, no. no, no. I, it's only like three hundred dollars. Like I, I got it from like. I was about to say. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to say, if you have a few Bitcoin, that literally means you have like. $150,000. I was about to say something like that. Yeah, I wish. That would be great. That would be hilarious. If I heard you say that, I'd literally, like, I'd just go shake your hand. I'd just have to shake your hand. If you're just like, yeah, I bought a few. Maybe, maybe one day. We'll see. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I have this, there's this new, uh, I don't want to call it a meme coin, but it's like a self-generating token mm-hmm. that the more, the longer you hold it, the more, it's like dividends. Yeah. So you get dividends for holding that coin. So, you know, I bought in when it was at like seven zeros. Yeah. I went from like $500 to like 22000 in profit. And I never, I forgot to sell. So I did dip. So it dipped to like, I think I'm at like 5000 now in total profit. So I'm just like, that's still very nice. Though, it's, it's still very nice, but it's like, damn. Yeah. So I'm still still holding that one. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say it's gonna hit a dollar. If it hits a dollar and you put. If it hits a dollar and I have zeros. I have <laughs> a billion, one point five billion coins. 
So if it hits a dollar, which I don't think it will. No, that's a lot. But uh, if it hits a dollar, then you're a billionaire. I'll buy you a. <laughs> you buy me a new camera. I'll buy you a new camera. <laughs> shake on it. Alright, yeah. If you, you buy a new camera, you become a billionaire. You buy me a new camera. That's, I got you. That's the goal. And then, I was I was thinking of a car, but no, I'll, I'll take a camera. <laughs> camera work, you know. Buy me fucking ten cameras. That's that's crazy. If you ever become a billionaire, you'd be the type. I could see you with a billion dollars, just like cat. No, but like casually, like not like casually, yeah. Not like you. You wouldn't. I mean, you'd look. I mean, the thing is, you'd probably dress the same. I feel like I'd just dress in like a Adidas and pants and sweater. And then you leave in like crazy cars. Crazy car. Helicopter, Hel- like you'd be like pimped out, like in that yeah. way, or like you'd like have like just things that are expensive, but you wouldn't realize it. Like you'd pull yeah. out your phone, have a phone case, it's like lined in gold or whatever. Yeah, and you'd and people would just be like, "Oh, like what is that?" And like, just be like, "Yeah, it's just one hundred fifty thousand dollars case." Don't worry about case. it. Yeah, like you just like you you. Nah, like, I would I wouldn't know? I wouldn't do something like uh, definitely a nice car. Though. A nice few, car. Few nice cars. Yeah. Few mansions. Few mansions. Maybe. Billion dollars, yeah. What billion dollars, I just you know splash out, but I feel like I'd be, I'd still be wearing. Obviously, I would buy like Louis and the nice and versions stuff, of the clothes you have. But I would probably ninety percent of the time still be wearing like joggers. Yeah, the joggers. Just want to be comfortable. Joggers are comfortable. I I do the same thing. I probably wear like, um, just these same like this is like a ragged, like yeah. ragged shirt. I just like wearing. I don't know. I like my comfortable clothes. I feel like I, I, I dress the same exact way. Yeah, I just like. I don't know. Like, my shirt has, like, 50 holes. Yeah, I'm just comfortable. And I have, like, 50 of those shirts. Yeah. So, you know, like, one day I'm wearing raggedy old shirt, next day raggedy old shirt. Yeah. Like, even when I go out, even if it's, like, college or, like, hanging out with my friends, it's just, like, casual. Yeah, just be casual, man. Joggers. And And if I were a billionaire, I don't think that would change. It wouldn't change at all. Yeah, and I don't think you'd change too much Mm -hmm. either. I feel like you'd take that billion dollars. I'd go in 3,000. And you'd go in (laughs) 3,000. You'd take a billion dollars, you'd be like, alright, here we go, now I'll get funded, ho, and then, exactly. like, you also be like, alright, I'll double down on that, and just, like, put down two bill, and so, it's even, because a billion dollars is a lot to the individual, mm-hmm. but, like, even two. But to, like, a country, it's like, you know, nothing. it's like, thanks. It's yeah. like, it's like, that's like, thank you money, exactly. <laughs> to a country, like, U.S. is $17 trillion in debt, which, you know, obviously, I'm not, like, one of those people that thinks, like, oh, we're in such crazy debt, we gotta, like, do... Because our GDP matches, so. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it's like if your student loans, that's kind of what I like to do with my student loans. My student loans are like, whatever it is, like 40000 now, something like that, which is crazy. It's close. Just try to keep my, the money I have at around that. Yeah. So then if, you know, if it hit the fan, or if I want to, I could have financial free. I could be, I could have zero. I could be back at zero, zero right, debt, right now. And then, yeah. So that's kind of my idea. Is like, all right, I'll keep this money, and I'll, you know, this is gonna grow too. This number is gonna grow. The debt number, yep. and but hopefully, I can keep this growing at the same rate. Yeah. And then, at some point, make this grow a little faster, so I can slowly chip away at it. But obviously, U.S. just as long as it's equal, nothing to really worry about people. Like people be worried about that for no reason. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like yeah, that's kind of what happens. I feel like the more, the less you know. Sometimes I think the better off, but less you know stuff like that makes you like. First thing you hear is like, "Oh, that's now we got to fix that problem." Yeah. Same thing with the ton of problems like that. Like, have you seen the um, something came on Netflix called like, Conspiracy? See Conspiracy? See Conspiracy? No, I haven't. It's like, it's not like a conspiracy. It's just like that fishing. It's just like we're overfishing, like ridiculously overfishing. Oh, really? Like ridiculously overfishing. It's not even like, Damn. it's not even like, 
close. Like, like, and like people will say like, oh, use the paper straws. Does literally nothing. That's like, I mean, not nothing. It does. I hate, I hate paper straws. I would never use a paper straw. I understand like the the purpose of using it, saving yeah, yeah, turtles yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But save, like, save turtle. screw the turtle. I'm one. <laughs> put it in here, and the drink is. The, the straw gets soggy. It's disgusting. I'm just like, are you kidding me? I just and like I don't want to use a reusable one because I'm like the same. You can have weird drinks going. Yeah, and then it's and like out. you have to keep it on you. Like where am I like, going to keep, keep us? Exactly. Like, like I need to bring like utensils. S- sippy cups, I understand. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that it's that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how it works with like. I guess it kind of works with like ice drinks too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I want to like. Yeah, I want to just. Because you know, I don't want to get it all over like my mustache and everything like that. You got the mustache. Exactly. Yeah, you got the mustache, baby. You got to keep it clean. So, um, like, but yeah, the thing is, like, we're overfishing, like, ridiculously yeah. overfishing. And so, like, I was just thinking, like, because that's someone's biggest problem right now. Someone's looking at that. And, like, these companies that want us to, like, stop the, like, you know, like, save the turtles, whatever those yeah. things, like, they don't want to, the whole conspiracy part of it is, like, that. They don't want to tell us like the, what's really happening because then they lose a ton of money. Because yeah. we just wouldn't like you know if we cut down the fishing to where it's supposed to be, we'd lose too much money. That's kind of like the idea. So like they and, and people are just being selfish and wanting that money. And I was thinking like, okay, I don't like fish, so I'm not contributing to this fishing thing. I don't even like yeah. to fish too much, so it's not really me, you know. But with other things like. That's that's gonna be somebody's like biggest problem mm-hmm. that in that they see in the world. Kind of like for you, it's like Palestine. Like that's something that holds a lot of weight in your mind. Yeah, definitely. You know, like fishing, like uh, like you know, like, you don't really. There's care. no more fish in the world. That's like, like you, cool. for you, like it doesn't really hold a lot of weight. Yeah. For and then for someone else, that's like all like about the fish all day. Yeah, exactly. And you tell them like, yeah, can we like do something with the Palestine? And he'd be like, what? They're like, they're like, what about the fish, man? It's like, like, what about the fish? And then there's fish. another guy that's like, what about like anything else, like BLM or whatever yeah. is someone's like main cause like it's just crazy how many things so many problems it's there's like so many not enough time to fix it there's not even yeah so I, that's kind of where i'm at i'm in like limbo i'm like all right now today learn a little bit i learned something today which i feel like is good enough it's good because it's not like that's gonna be my main i have no ties to even the religion <laughs> like exactly. I, I, I don't even i don't know anything so like not no i don't have any like ties so for me it's just learning is about as good as I can do. Same thing with the sea conspiracy, all that crap. Um, like anything with BLM, I want to learn, yeah. and then just have the information, and then that's kind of I feel like that's where that's where you can be good. You don't have to go protest for Palestine to like be like a ally. You can just exactly. understand like yeah. just no, don't be don't be ignorant. Just no, what's going on? Because no, I, I mean like you know, you know for for BLM, I never went to the protest. Yeah. Um, not that I like I didn't want to, just like it was middle yeah. of COVID. Yeah, me too. And then you know my parents were were at high risk. You know my mom is has diabetes. My dad has is immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to risk it. Um, but you know since they all have like their vaccines now, mm-hmm. um, and then there's a protest for Palestine recently, so I went to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the BLM one, I just, I didn't go to. And it's not like I have anything against BLM. Yeah, for sure. Um, exactly. It's more of like. Like, I, I know what, you know, obviously I know, but, like, I don't know at the same time. You can't, yeah, there's only so like much if, you can understand. If I take off the necklace and then I'm, you know, driving or walking down the street, I look white. I could pass for white. You could. I, I wouldn't say I look white. You got, if you got your hair cut. If I cut my hair a little bit, uh, I could, you could, take I off could the necklace. pass You could for, pass for white. I could pass for white. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, when it comes to, like, traffic stops or something like that, you know, 
I've never been pulled over yet. Because, mm. um, I mean, you can't really speed in a minivan. Yeah, you can't really get the you speed. You can't get kicking too fast. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but even if I were to get pulled over, like, I wouldn't, you know, have the thought that I could die mm-hmm. right now. Whereas, you know, someone, like a, a person of color would. Does feel that way. Could feel that way. Could feel that way, yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, what, you know, you know, black people are going through, it's the same thing that, like, Palestinian people are going through mm-hmm. constantly. You know, you're always going through, like, checkpoints, you know, random, uh, random inspections, just... stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even landing under apartheid. Yeah. that's Like, actually... South Africa. Yeah. And I was reading your, uh, I watched your podcast, you know, I was reviewing it the other day. Yeah, The yeah. one with Marco. And I think it was Marco who said he read Trevor Noah's book. Yeah, he did. I actually, I read the same book too, actually, uh, for my one of my history class electives. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Trevor Noah went through South Africa under apartheid. It's mm-hmm. the same exact thing that Palestinians are going through under Israel. Like, it's cool parallels you're drawing. Yeah, man. I like that a lot. So, so it's, it's so you, pretty crazy. So you can kind of almost understand more through like the parallels almost. So you can kind of be like, okay, I understand. Is that a closer? You don't need to use it. Oh. It's just no, I just have them. They're almost here for like show at this point, just because I like how this they, they like it. Yeah, it's pop cool. fizz clean. <laughs> yeah, uh, instead of using like the nice ones that my mom has upstairs, I have to use these ones because she yelled at me when I brought those other ones downstairs. She was like, "Those are for guests." I was like, "Okay, my bad." She gave me these from like my fourth grade birthday party, or whatever. But um, yeah, it's just a lot of just being careful. You also you gotta be careful what you say too, so you can't say like yeah. the craziest things in the world. But just as long as you got like some knowledge and you just you know, you're not blind to anybody, like, because people just, especially around here, like, it's very, like, we're in a very democratic state, for sure, yeah. obviously, and, like, you know, it feels like sometimes I feel bad for people, because, like, I might not be a Trump supporter, but I feel bad for people that are, but are normal, you know what I mean, yeah. like, it's half the country, it's half the country, it's, like, 70 million people, yeah. like, voted for him. A lot of people. They're not all idiots. Like you know what I mean. Like whether we believe it or not, whether people mm-hmm. believe it or not, they're not. And the same thing with like people that vote for Biden around here. You know, like myself actually. Like if you're doesn't mean that you're like this morally like jolly person. Like yeah. you might have you might just have done it for pressure reasons, whatever. Yeah, it could be pressure. It could be you just want to hear. Trump on the news every day. Yeah, I he, definitely was sick of that. Like, honestly, <laughs> was he, so he was a funny it. guy. I liked him a lot. <laughs> he was so funny. He was very stupid at sometimes. Um, but like stuff he would say sometimes just make no sense and uh-huh. just, like, gave him no craps at all. It's just he's not. Like, he's not a president. He's not a president. He's, he's a, a good personality for TV. Very, you know, com- very you know, hilarious guy. Very hilarious guy. But you can't be like that. Yeah. In the face of like. Face of the well, nation. What we want to say much. is the most is like the most like advanced leader of the free, leader of the free world. world. Yeah, you can't be like. Like that. he called like Tim Cook CEO of Apple Tim Apple. <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> like, I, that had me. That had me dying. Like that's funny, but like let's be like educated. You know, let's like you're on the big screen. You know, like yeah. that's why Obama was fun to look at because like he just seemed like a good dude. He seemed like a chill dude. Just a chill dude. Play, likes basketball and like you know like in front of the people like when it was legit. You know. Kept together, yeah. good speech, like, work, you know, he definitely had that little, like, uh, stutter, but mm-hmm. he was good with the words, and he didn't really mince his words a lot, but, you know, you could see the cool had, side like, no, of him. No scandals. Yeah, no scandals, really, just kind of like a chill guy. You could see him just kind of, you know, and then you could see, like, the part of him that, like, people actually like when he's playing basketball or going golfing or hanging out with, like, NBA players, mm-hmm. whatever. 
Trump was like how he is always all the time and that never changed like which I guess the transparency yeah. I can like appreciate but just not for that not for not for our president yeah. I guess you know but Malik I think we are at an hour and ten minutes buddy yeah time flies time flies when you're having a blast with Malik that's, that's something that that's always been true and it still is true so do you have any like parting words anything you want to say um, or did you enjoy your time enjoyed it a lot it was good to catch up great yeah I haven't always. seen like anyone from high school really in like ever since you know high school yeah because you know I've been so busy with like like after like high like, school like you know you get thrown into college immediately mm-hmm. you get you know COVID hit and then you got COVID and I got COVID and <laughs> COVID, that, then COVID that, hit and then COVID hit again and it was like and there's just like back to back classes and it was just crazy mm-hmm. plus you just got like your normal like and that's just like on top of the school and you're like being online now and then COVID there was still like you had normal life going on like you yeah. still have like family like you know birthdays get togethers whatever mm-hmm. and like you know people like pass away in your family I'm sure like in everyone's family whatever just mm-hmm. like it happens like stuff like that happens on top of just this crazy year we've had so it's nice to like see people like exactly. like you for example just someone that like I haven't seen in what's now been like two years yeah which is crazy absolutely time flies way too long way too long so hopefully this next next time I see you it won't have been another two years <laughs> it will be a little sooner than that but Malik I appreciate you coming on good sir happy to be here man yeah this was absolutely a blast thank you very much